0: Where now? Where should we look at in the Bible? First Corinthians chapter seven. <laughs> First Corinthians chapter seven. Amen. We started looking at Bible sense, making Bible sense and common sense about single singleness. Okay? Marriage, divorce, and remarriage. One of the purposes of this is that we want to really get to establish doctrine. Okay? Along these lines, so that we don't just have speculations or just look you know, okay, at this. Is what I think, that's what I think. No, 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 doctrine, proper Bible doctrine concerning this. Okay, so that you can have godly marriages, you can have good marriages. Uh, if you're single, you can know what to do about your singleness. Uh, you, 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 uh, 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 if you are divorced. Uh, amen oh, you 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 know what you know you know what to do as a divorced person if you have remarried or you plan to remarry you know what to do what scripture has to say concerning things okay because there are many voices in the world and there is none of them with us so we have to know what does the bible say because we are bible people praise god pastor are you encouraging that we should divorce no Jesus, did, Jesus said in the beginning it was not so amen but <laughs> glory to God even though God doesn't like it divorce happens and so what does God have to say about it hallelujah glory to God Someone said that why, why is it that God uh, allowed people to go to war before God said anything about war people had been worrying amen <laughs> Praise God. So, 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 even if God says, "Let there be no war," it won't stop men from warring. Well, if you have people like Putin and all that in the world, you know, praise God. It's people who still wars. People will still war. You know. So, so, we we've got to have an understanding of what the scriptures say. I believe uh, that uh, th- there will be stronger marriages uh, in our church in Jesus' name. Knowledge, wisdom, and knowledge, the Bible says, is the stability of your times and the strength of your salvation. Praise God. Praise God. You will save yourself a lot, of, a lot of heartaches and unnecessary prayers and unnecessary agitations when we just simply walk in line with the scriptures. Praise God. Amen. So, we have said that, <coughs> that love is the rule is the is the is the rule of the game is the is the commandment uh, that uh, god has given us in the new covenant uh, and uh, the marital union uh, okay anything that has to do with marriage relationships right is to be ruled by love Praise God! Someone says, uh, "Oh, so if in, in this situation, what should I do? We well, what should I do? What should I not do? What do we? What 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 will, what will be our reference point? Our reference points will be the love of God. What will the love of God do in this situation? Hallelujah, Amen." Now, so so we are uh, uh, haven't said that we are putting. We want to now look at what really is headship. What also is submission. Oh, if you were at the workers' conference yesterday, uh, Reverend just, uh, he, he he blessed us tremendously. You know, and uh, I won't say more than that. Okay? <laughs> Glory to God. Okay? Let's run to Ephesians. I said we should put go to first Corinthians seven. We'll get there, but let's check Ephesians so that we'll see um, this issue of headship. If we are all to walk in love towards one another, amen. If we are to serve one another, we said that last week. So where there is headship, if we are to help one another. Praise God, you know. If we are to help one another, where then is a place of headship and submission in the marriage relationship? Praise God, okay? Verse, uh, I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It's really been of help uh, in this regard. Verse 21 says, And further, submit to one another Out of reverence for Christ. So, see where he starts with in that relationship matter. He says, all of you should submit to one another, right, in reverence for Christ. In reverence for Christ. So, the basis of our submission is our reverence for Christ. Why will I submit? It's because of. Not because I'm trying to gain an advantage. says it's in reverence for Christ. he, he, He tells me to submit and so I do it. Not necessarily because it is convenient. Not necessarily because I may like it, praise God, but it's in reverence. I am reverencing Christ when I submit to authority. I am reverencing Christ, okay? And standing against the spirit of rebellion. Glory to God. Because when I don't submit, I am rebelling against Christ. Glory to God. Glory to God. I am rebelling against Christ when I don't submit. So he now says in verse 22, he says for wives, this is what it means. This reverence, this this submitting thing, this is what it means. Because in verse 21, he said all of us should submit to one another. Remember, we are first brothers and sisters. Like I said last week. So we must treat ourselves first as brothers and sisters. And as brothers and sisters, the Bible commands us to submit to one another. And it now says for wives, this is what it means. It means to submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. So which means that the Christian woman, okay, okay, remember Jesus said that if you love me, keep my commandments, isn't it? Is that not what he said? If you love me, keep my commandments. 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 In other words, how do I know that you love me? Oh, okay, you keep my word. So he says that as the woman in the marital union Praise God, that person, that woman should submit to the wife, to the husband, as she will do to the Lord. He said, He should submit. What does it mean to submit? Hallelujah. I wrote down something here. What does it mean to submit? It means... Okay, let me get it from here. It means to be in subjection. That doesn't look like a word that we like. Praise God. Praise God. It means to be in subjection. Yeah. To bring yourself under... It means to submit to one's control. To yield. It means to subject yourself. To obey. So we tell ladies, don't marry somebody you can't submit to. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't marry somebody you cannot submit to. You cannot yield yourself to. Glory to God. No, don't do that. Don't do that. It's not everybody that can submit to, it's not every woman that can submit to every man when it comes to the marital union. If you marry somebody that you cannot submit to, you are going to get out of the relationship or suffer hell in that relationship. Glory to God. Glory to God. So the Bible says that we should sub- the, woman, the woman should submit to the man by coming under him. Not because she is lower than him. Remember it is something that you yield voluntarily. Submission is something that you do voluntarily. We submit to Jesus because he is our Lord. We we yield ourselves to uh, submit now now when, when we say we submit like pastor Gide said yesterday it simply means you are setting aside your own your own opinion you are setting aside your own way of thinking you are setting aside your own arguments praise god hallelujah and yielding control to someone else And I tell brothers, that's a dangerous place to be. It's utmost. It's it's heavy responsibility. It is young boys that see it as uh-huh, I want. Uh, let, me, let me no boys that those ones are boys in their minds. Hallelujah, glory to God. You know. Um, we've had situations where someone maybe was a king and then the, he, he, something happened and his people rejected him. and then, Plus, including all the people that, you, that were his supporters, that, were his that are his emissaries, uh, those who are his guards. You know, imagine when somebody says, I'm the commander-in-chief, right? It's because he's still able to control the people. If all the people rise up and say, No, we don't want you as commander in chief again, how many people is he going to kill? And he says, All of you guys go and attack them. And they say, No, sorry, we are not. <laughs> and he discovers that he's, he's alone. That's when he will know that really your CNC was given to you by the people. And so it's a great responsibility. So if a brother and a lady decides, a sister decides that I'm going to submit to you, it's a great responsibility. One that you should not take lightly. Those that take it lightly use it as a means of domination. Meanwhile, the Bible tells us uh, that none of us, I mean, we we have not been commanded, we have not been given the response, uh, uh, we have not been told in scriptures to dominate one another. No, 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 no. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, where submission is forced, praise God, you know that there's a problem there. Brothers, are you listening to me? Where you have to force submission upon a woman. Right? Where you have to force. Now when I say force, there are sometimes you have to stand your ground. Glory to God. And ladies, sometimes uh, for the man, right? He may not even be making the right decision. Pastor, if he's not making the right decision, what should I do? Hallelujah. You do what the Bible says you should do. What does it say you should do? Submit. Pastor, I don't like this marriage thing that you are as you are saying it. You have the freedom to remain single. You hear what you hear me? You have the freedom to remain. After all, Paul said that to be single is better. First Corinthians chapter 7, he said, to be single. Someone said, no, I don't want any man to be. Uh, to, 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 you have a right. In fact, the Bible says, even, he, Paul says it's even better. He said that way, right? You'll be able to please the Lord. You know that it is the Lord, the Lord, that you are pleasing. Glory to God. Hallelujah. 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 Now, let's continue. It says, for a husband is the head of his wife. Why? What is headship in this case? Right? Headship is leadership. Headship means you are providing leadership. Praise God who is the richest man in nigeria according to the records right now aliko Dangote, isn't he but is he the president of nigeria if this does does our uh, our president have more in more money than him have does he have enough uh, the same amount of money that aliko has no but who makes the policies Who is the head? The president. So he may not have enough money, but because he is the head, right, he can, the richest man will have to defer to him when it comes to decision making that regards, I mean, that affects the country okay so for the man he is the head of the union because you cannot i mean imagine if Alipo down says uh, fellow my fellow countrymen you know because i am now the richest man in nigeria anything i say you know if the if, uh, if i don't agree with what national assembly says all of you you should follow me you know you know the next day he's, he's going to land in jail Because you can't have two heads. Hallelujah. You can't have. You can't. Glory to God. You can't have two heads. Tell your neighbor here. You can't have two heads. Glory to God. Glory to God. I know. I mean. Who are they saying that is responsible for the problem in our in Nigeria now? Who would they call? Would they call you? Would they call you? They won't call you now. Why? Because they don't even know you. Who do they know? The president. So being the head is not jollification. Tell your neighbors, here, yeah, yeah. It's not just about enjoying the perks of the office. The Bible calls it the responsibilities of this life. First Corinthians chapter seven. First Corinthians seven. Verse thirty two. Okay. Verse 32, 1 Corinthians 7. Let's read from verse 32. It says, I want you to be free from the concerns of this life. It's Paul talking to singles. The time, okay, an unmarried man can spend his time doing the Lord's work and thinking how to please him. Please who? Please the Lord. So when you're married, the Bible says that you are, you are, you are free and the only, your only interest is to please God. Okay? But a married man, somebody say a married man. A married man has to think responsibility. This is what headship is. Headship is not big meat. It's not all about big meat. Did you hear me? It's not, headship is not all about, I'm the one that eats the gizzard. Hallelujah. He said, look at it, look at it, look at it. A married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. So, the wife is not the only one that has to live to please the husband. No, I'm the head. So, you have to do as I please. The Bible says you have to please the wife also. He calls, he said, he has to think. So, he takes thinking to to please. He doesn't come... Naturally, sometimes you don't feel like. How, how many of you have been? I mean, you don't feel like pleasing. You don't feel like. I mean, you can. You don't feel like pleasing right now. I, I, the way my emotions are, I just. I'm, I'm, I don't want to please. I'm, 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 I'm. Hallelujah! Have you been there before, Pastor Yuti? Our love, Pastor. Hallelujah. You don't feel like. But he says, this is is what headship is. It also says, um, we're reading verse 33, right? But a married man has to think about his earthly responsibilities and how to please his wife. So, as a man, you are responsible once you are married. Amen. You are responsible not only to please God. You are responsible to please your wife. And then, in the same way, a woman who is no longer married... Or has never oh no no, no. he said oh no, no 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 oh sorry I I I missed out something in verse thirty-four. He said the responsibility on how to please his wife, his interests are divided. Hello as a married man, your interests are divided. You have divided interests. Someone say, God first, my family That's God first and my family second is division. You have to divide it. You have to divide. You are not only, you are not just pleasing the Lord. The Lord, said, the Lord is the one that said so. He said, Yes, don't just say, in the name of pleasing me, displease your, your wife. Hallelujah. Hallelujah that is part of the trouble Jesus Paul talked about. He said, I would rather save you this trouble. But if you are going to marry, this is the responsibility. All men say, it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility. If I decide to marry. Singles is my responsibility. I can't hear you. Are you afraid? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Because you know, well, so the, the idea some people when I marry after, ah, thank God, and somebody to wash my clothes. Thank God. Somebody to cook my food. Ah. ah. Well, Father, thank you. Ah. Hallelujah. Amen. <laughs> he says it's responsible. Responsibility. And we are going to look at it in Ephesians chapter 6. Praise God. Okay. He said in the same way a woman is no longer, who is no longer married or has never been married can be devoted to the Lord and holy in body and spirit. But a married woman has to think about her earthly responsibility. And how to please her husband. So the pleasing is not just one-sided. Hello. So in within the context of the love of God, we are both competing. We both should be competing to please one another. When husband and wife compete to please one another, there will be no room for divorce. Hallelujah. But sometimes it's not easy. Just like it was not easy for Jesus. Like somebody said, it didn't easy for Jesus. Jesus sweated blood in doing the will of the Father. Glory to God. Glory to God glory to god he said i am saying this for you so so he said i'm saying this for you for your benefit, not to place restrictions on you i want you to do whatever will help you to serve the lord best with as few distractions as possible listen when it comes to serving the lord marriage can be a distraction hello hello Because you will have to share your time, you will have to share your resources. You, uh, Amen, Pastor. Are you discouraging us from marrying? No, I'm not discouraging. Paul said I'm not placing restriction. I'm just letting you know this is it. So when you say headship, this is what it is. Back to Ephesians chapter six. When we say submission, this is what it is. Pleasing my husband pleasing my wife. The pleasing, the responsibility of pleasing, right, is not one-sided and should not be one-sided. When it is one-sided, you will have a lopsided marriage. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is the rule of the love of God. The love of God says we should walk towards pleasing one another. competing to please one another. First Corinthians chapter 10. Let's see another use of the word. Where else the word use, uh, pleasing, or uh, please was used. Let's look at it. Verse 33. Verse 33. It says, uh, I too, this is Paul speaking, he said, I too try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me. I do what is best for others so that many may be saved. Did you see that? He said, I don't try to do what is best for me. So sometimes in one, in, in having, in, in carrying out the responsibility, right of pleasing your spouse uh, you may not you may no you may need not to do or you may be put in a position where you will not have you will not do what is best for you so which is that in in the marital union there is no room for selfishness hallelujah sometimes you may not like it but you will have to do it did you see what he said? Look at it. First Corinthians ten, verse thirty. What it means to please? He said, "I don't. I. I to try to please everyone in everything I do. I don't just do what is best for me. So which means that there, he has. He put. Sometimes he will find himself in a situation where he will have to do what is not best for him." Why? Because uh, he wants to, he wants to please, uh, so that, uh, my, uh, through, that way, many can be saved. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to, g- le- le- g- give me the King James Version. The King James Version, verse, of First Corinthians 10, verse 33. Am I saying something here this morning? Is said, even as I please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit. And uh, is that same word used for pleasing? Not seeking my own profit. But the profit of many. The profit of many is bigger. The profit of the household of the home is bigger than your own personal profit. And so, you may have to lay down your own personal profit. What ends, why do marriages end in divorce and things like that? It's because of this. Where one person focuses on his or her own profit alone. Paul had warned us you want to marry, these are the conditions. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I felt like going this last weekend. I felt like going away. Just go to somewhere. Go and just rest my soul. And just enjoy Suya. And, and just be by myself. I don't want to be around anybody. But I don't even want my wife around me. I don't want my children. I don't want anybody around me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I had to succumb to the love of God. Hallelujah. I don't want anybody to invade my space. Sorry, don't marry. Keep your space. Keep your space. You can't marry and keep your space. Do you hear what I said? Marriage gives your spouse the permission to invade your space without any apology. Yes. Why did you marry? Give me my space. Give me my space. You submitted your space the day you said I do. So if you want your space, you have to receive permission. He said, your body doesn't belong to you when you marry. Yes, so if you don't, if you want your body back, you have to collect permission. You you say want. He said, it is, it is by fasting. It is when you want to fast and pray. You cannot say, okay, okay, please give me my space. I, do, I want to fast and pray. And he said, it has to be with permission. If your spouse does not permit it, say, I know, I, but I want to fast to oh God. It is God. Why did you marry? You have to divide it responsibilities. Of course, it is not a, no, 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 let me balance it. It is a carnal spouse that will say, ah, no, I don't want you to fast. Hey, oh, no. Hallelujah praise God but it's also a carnal Christian person that will be fasting every time (laughs) thereby defrauding because it can be used as an escape route (laughs) Hallelujah. hallelujah hallelujah back to first Corinthians Ephesians chapter 6 am i saying something here this morning this is scripture what is the rule love is the rule he said for wives this means to submit submit to your husbands as to the lord for your husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church so he now begins to describe what his headship is. Hallelujah. He said, as the head, he is the savior of the body, the church. Hallelujah. So as the head, now the insecurity that is in Nigeria, you know, where people are, you know, all those all those uh, unpalatable things happening around. Okay? Who are they calling? Who are they calling? Are are they calling you? No. They say, why are they calling him? Because he's the head of state. He's the head. And so he ought to be the savior. Did you see that? So, as he heard, this is what it means. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Translate. The the soup that the husband does not eat, the wife does not cook it. But if the wife is pregnant, and that is the food... That's the only food that can enter the stomach. Shall you see? Shall you see? Shall you see? What will headship do? Save the body. That's headship. Hallelujah. You know, there are some women when they are pregnant like this. You know, praise God. I had to learn how to eat he me with plenty spice <laughs> and plenty pepper at a time because hallelujah, you understand <laughs> when my wife was pregnant that, I mean, that was the only thing she could eat at a time I was like, ah, <laughs> but I had to submit or else I go hungry Was that best for me? Oh no. I still don't like pepe up till today. But at that time, it was for the profit of the body. That's headship. He said he's the savior of the body, the church. As the church is submitted to Christ, so you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. Someone say everything. See it reminds me of that that uh, one something i watched on was it on facebook or somewhere one one nigerian and one Oibo woman now went to court today and uh, when they were saying the marital vow and and the they the, the lady the guy said his own the lady said the lady said is that? Uh, I have to submit to him he said eh? <laughs> no way. <laughs> Hallelujah. But this is scripture. Somebody say this is scripture. Glory to God. But what will now define the boundaries? The love of God. So, the love of God will not permit you to to bring your wife under subjection to something that will not be good for her or for something that will not please God. All in the name of I'm dead. Did you see that? Did you see that? So, in the new covenant, our marital relationship must be guided by the love of God. Now, oh, husbands say hallelujah. He says, for husbands, submission, this is what it means. It means love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church. Just as Christ loved the church, now He now tells us, He now describes to us how Christ loved the church. He said He gave up His life for her. I'm dead. He. So how does He love the wife by giving His life by dying? He didn't say He doesn't. Not that you have to die. Because if you die, there's no husband again. <laughs> Hallelujah. What that means by is sacrifice. What does it mean? Sacrifice. Headship is sacrifice. Glory to God. Headship is sacrifice. Thank God for the perks of the office. Amen. But the responsibilities of this life, where it comes to the man, right, is what the husband now, right, is what? A sacrifice. Okay. He says uh, he gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean. If your wife is not clean. Praise God. Don't marry a wife that is not clean or else. Hmm. Amen. You have to tutor her to be clean. And if she's the type that would not be that won't want to be tutored, well, you will carry the cross like that. Your assignment is to make her clean. What does it mean to make clean? It's not not necessarily talking about physical cleanliness. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Anything uh, that will make your wife look good is responsibility. Oh, you see why Paul said that she run away from it. That it's better for you to be single. <laughs> but it's good to when when, when you are married, Hallelujah, and you're able to fulfill it, your wife. What your wife should be better in your house than when she first came in. Jesus met us and made us better isn't it? Is that not the reason we are saying he is Lord? Is that not the reason why we are shouting oh Lord Jesus I love you I love you Jesus I love you Glory to God He said to clean her up What did he do? And washed by the cleansing of God's word I say this to men, listen to me you want to clean your wife, speak the right words. How did Jesus clean? By speaking the right words. If your you want your wife to be clean, to be, to, 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 to do it, just speak words. Words, Jesus cleanses his church. He cleanses his church by the word. King James says, by the washing of water by the word. You can't speak evil and speak, and speak all kinds of rubbish to your wife and expect her to bring the best. No. You are making her dirty. You are not cleaning. Somebody say, this is headship. Praise God. He did this to present her to himself, a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. Do you have fault? Yes! But Jesus presents you to himself. He says, before me, no fault. Ah! Ah! That is a headship. Someone went for a, a couple went for a, for counseling, and they, and the pastor said, "Give them each of them." I me mean the two of them were really bitter, you know, fighting against themselves. And then the pastor gave them a, a, two sheets of paper. You one, you one for the other one was for the man. Oh yeah, you write all the bad, 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 bad things that your husband does, and then on the next page, write all the good, 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 good things, and then. He said, "The wife, Ruth, just, just write it. Just write it. Just write it. Just write it." And then, uh, after they presented, they sent it to give it to the pastor, so that on the bad side, Amen. The man didn't write anything, not because he didn't have any fault, but because he chose. Hallelujah to look beyond her faults praise God that is headship submission makes it, is made easier when the man carries out his headship it will move from being a commander to something that will flow naturally. Did you hear what I said? Did you hear what I said? Yeah, 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 yeah. A man and a woman, they get married and the woman s- submits her salary to the guy. You know? Submits her salary. Submits her salary. And then, uh, okay, Brother Hagen talked about that story. He yeah, it's, it's, it's said it's, it's, it's a story similar to that. And there was this guy, you know, the, the wife loved you know, Well, After I got married, you know, we, we went, her salary, she, he, the guy had access to it. And so, he left the guy to be paying, just make sure you're paying the mortgage, paying everything. And then they said, after some years, some time, they just wrote... And said that well, they were going to foreclose on the house. That apparently the guy had not been paying their mortgage. That was how they were left homeless. Amen. But you know, if he was doing it, you know, it would have, if the woman's salary is increased. She won't. She won't. She won't. She won't. She she will find it easy to submit because, well, my husband will treat my money well. Glory to God. So there is the head. Let me close with this: Jesus in the marriage. You know, the Bible describes the, the, the marital union is like the relationship between Jesus and the church. The Bible says that he loved us. God commended his love towards us. In that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Did you see that? In other words, even when we were not at our best, right? He still loved us. Okay? And used his love as to influence us. How many of you were forced to, to get born again here? None of us was forced to get born again he presented himself to us l- presented and convinced us of how much he loved will he loved us and we we bought into his love he never forced us so in the marital union hallelujah you don't use force to play your role thank you jesus no, you don't. You don't, Pastor. I'm the head. The Bible says that the woman must submit to me. So, whatever I say is law. There's no headship. There's been there's been a notorious gangster. Look at it. Colossians chapter three, Colossians chapter three, verse eighteen. Colossians three, verse 18 That's Doesn't a gangster. Even if you are, even as the head, you have the, you make the final decision. Amen. They defer to you. You don't use it as 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 an as a means to 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 harass. Look at it. He said, verse 19, Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly. Never treat them harshly. Verse 18, wives, submit to your husband as is fitting for those who belong to the Lord. You belong to the Lord, so he says, submit to your Don't be rebellious. Hallelujah. He said, he, said, he said, don't be a harsh. When you get home, is it Lord and Master that has come? Everybody has to scramble. The other day, I told you about how I, went, I got home. You know. And my two daughters, I saw them. You find it? When I got home. Where are they? I got inside the house. Where are they? The two of them are scrambled. I was like, Run upstairs. I was, I was upstairs. Where are they? they, said they run, they ran upstairs. I, said, how? I was so angry with them. I said, I called the door. I said, Why are you running away from me? Do I? <laughs> I really I really felt bad. Why should you be running away from me? Why did you run away Is it that you are doing something bad? <laughs> you know. It was One of them was actually eating. You ran right away from me. I, I had to. I had to read really that I have put so much fear into these children. You know. Hallelujah! It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Praise God. Of course, they had to make adjustments. I also had to make adjustments because there is no smoke without fire. Maybe I had, I had caused a smoke. Glory to God he said don't speak to them harshly when you want to speak when your wife yourself and your wife you know there are some of us men we do not even know how we, we we are not too comfortable sitting down with our wives and then uh, you know discussing and uh, we feel insecure when where they where they give superior arguments I then that's off Yeah. No, no, Hallelujah! What is the head? Is he not? But is he the all-wise head? No. Why? Is that not the reason why he has ministers? Yes, people who uh, ministers and advisers. But he takes the final decision. But he needs ministers and advisers. Hallelujah. So your children can be your advisor. Your wife can be your advisor. Because we had advice from our children last, last year, we decided that we are, not going to inv- no, we are not going to invite anybody for Christmas. There was not going to be any Christmas party in our house last year. You know, our, ch- our children were so happy that we took that decision, you know, that they suggested to us. we were not going to have Christmas party, it was just going to be an all-family affair. For whatever the reason it was. <laughs> Amen. What do happy? Why? We should make ourselves happy, isn't it? Isn't it? Yeah. Why should you live this life? I mean, this life is tension already. Whether you are anywhere in the world you are living, there is tension everywhere. Hallelujah. Those that invested in Bitcoin last week, you see the way it crashed. Tension, you couldn't sleep. Amen. So at least, let's, let your home be happy. It's good. Be happy. It doesn't have to be at it doesn't have to be your way. It doesn't have to be for your profit. It doesn't have to be at your own uh, time, on your own times alone. Glory to God. Amen. If you love yourself so much, don't marry. do you hear me because jesus said jesus said that, come if you love your wife it's as if you love your body and you will not you will not nobody's no man is going to except you think it's for a greater good or for a greater profit you know there's some people who they are ready to work on nails if you tell them to work to I mean that they are going to get 100,000 100,000 they, they will work on the nails someone said i wasn't i saw uh, one post said, if you are giving if someone says, I'm going to give you ten million dollars, jump from the plane. Will you jump? Will you jump? Huh? <laughs> you will not live to see the money. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. Why? You love your life. A, a life that doesn't have money is better than one that, one that is dead that, that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least there's yeah, hope for tomorrow <laughs> as long as God is he said he will never leave me nor forsake me so let me endure <laughs> glory to God Amen. glory to God just be happy praise God I say you know pastor I know, the, I, know I know I know the secret. The secret is money. I'll close on that. The secret is money. Why? Money is everything. Have you discovered that money is not everything? Hallelujah. Praise God. Some of the richest men in the world today are divorced or are not married. They love their money much more than. Do you understand me? does it make it. Praise the Lord. You see a couple who you know you know their their salary combined together. It is not up to one or over five of your salary. But you see them just walking, I mean, chopping suya on the road. You know, just enjoying. And you, you are farming. You can't eat suya on the road with your wife. Yeah. So who is losing? You yeah. know, stand to your feet, everybody. I hope somebody was blessed this morning. I hope somebody was helped this morning. Thank you, Father.